morning, everybody. Today is December 12th, and it is Daf Mem. Yeah, Daf Mem. All right, we stopped near the bottom of Lamed Teramubet. Let's go down there. We had this statement of Rabbi Yaakov that said, Shor Chayresh, Shor Chayresh, Shor Chayresh, Rabbi Yaakov Omer, Meshalem Hasi Nezek. And we explained it as a Shor Mu'ad. Right? Correct. Correct. Okay? And we explained it. First opinion was that uh, Rabbi Yaakov holds like Rabbi Yehuda Tzad Tamut Ben Koma Omedet. Right? And in Ma'amidin, in Ma'amidin Apotropos, right? Lagvot Hatzinezek from the Tam. That's where we were with the with the Biakov. So then we we stopped. Stop. Let me just see. And, and one more thing you have to hold also that uh, that Muad needs Shmira Pechuta, right? That's the Biudas. The two of the Biudas' opinions. Um, let me just Bishlama. We stop somewhere Bishlama. Eh, three lines at the bottom. So then, I'm just like, who needs? Amalei Rav Ahab Four lines. Three lines at the bottom page. So what needs Shmira Meula? It's a machloket. Rabbi Yehuda holds that the Tam needs Shmira Meula and the and the Muad needs Shmira Pechuta. Backwards logic. Psukim, Exerata Katuv. According to when we get there, we we'll see the Psukim of how how he plays it out. That there's uh, there's extra extra words by this Muad that tells you you don't need as much Shmira. Yeah. Amarel, Amale Rab Ahab. Three lines on the bottom page. That's where we stop. Amalei Rav Ahabar Abaye Ravina Bishlomal Abaye de Amar Pelige Shapir. So Abaye says the machloket between right Rabbi uh, the Baray. We had the Baraita near the end of the page. Let me just read it to you again. Uh, let's see where the Baraita was. The Hatanya Shoshel Chareshotev Katan Shenagah Rabbi Yudam Mechayev Rabbi Yaakov Meir Hatzinezek. Right. So. Abaye says there's a machloket there between them, right? The understanding was that Tanakhama was saying full damages, and Rabbi Yaakov was saying half damages. And Rabbah says, no, no, that's not what's going on. Rabbi Yaakov is defining what Tanakhama said. Rabbi Yaakov says fully damaged, and you thought it was full damage. Rabbi Yaakov comes along and tells you, no, it's only Hatzinezek, it's not full damages. And therefore, there's no machloket according to Rabbah. But according to Abaye, they are arguing, okay? That Tanakhama is holding it's Nezek Shalem, and Rabbi Yaakov is holding Hatzinezek. So Quran says, Bishlama. Right, Shapir. Right, makes sense because that's what to argue about. El Lirava, who says there's no machloket, the law pelige, ademukila bemuad, nukma betam. What? What are we? Why are we arguing about a muad ox where you're coming to a hatzinezek? Right, and you want to tell me, oh, I, I, I want to come to, I have to explain it as muad, and then I have to plug into the biyakov these three concepts of tzad tamupim koma omedet and muad only shmira pechuta and and ma'amidim apotropos just to get to hatzinezek on muad. Just say the arguments about the time. What are you arguing about? What are you muad for? Right. Look at Rashi. Ela l'rava de amar lo pelige the it le l'rbi akov ma'amidim apotropos letam. Right. If that's what you're holding. Right. So when I says, 
He says it could be that you didn't watch Miram Meula according to the Biuda, which was the requirement, and therefore you'd have to be you'd be obligated to pay. And if you hold like Gabriel Ben Yaakov, who holds that the Tam only needs Miram Pechuta, you could say he's he's holding that you didn't watch it at all, and you still come out with Tam Hayav Chatzinezik. Why you gotta go to the Muad case? The Tanya Gabriel Ben Yaakov Omer Echad Tam Vehad Muad Sheshemaran Shmiram Pechuta Pturin, right? So why don't you do that? What would be the mahlok? What would be the, the purpose of the mahloket between Tanakama and the Bi Yehuda uh, regarding this idea? If we put it, if we set up as tam, the nafkamina would be: Do we are we appointing a, a matapotter post to collect from the tam? That's exactly what we wanted to know anyway. Right, that so that's what they, that's what they argue about. What do you have to go to Muan case for? This is back. Why did Rava choose to say it's Muan case? Is because he said the following: Hada betarte ta'ama. He wanted to make one statement that had two reasons in it. What does that mean? Look at Ashi. Amale hada betarte ta'ama right across. So il lava de lo lahachi. And he also there's no machloket across the board with them. Vilahachi ukmarava b'muadu b'shmira pechuta. Why? The tishmamina de it be l'rabi yaakov k'rabi yehuda. The sagile the tzad the tzad the muedet b'shmira pechuta. The tzad tamut b'mkoma omedet. Right, by making this the machlok in about a mu'ad, you're actually going to learn two things. You're going to learn that how much shmirah, the machlok between uh, between Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yehuda about shmirah. Do you need shmirah pechuta or me'ula for the time? Right? And you're going to also learn, do you hold of shmirah uh Right, from the time from the gufo, and you're only going to get there by appointing if you uh, by arguing the muad. Because if, you, if you're arguing the time, you'd only get the second part, the part about do we amida potropos legavot mikufo. But you wouldn't know about the shmirah aspect. And therefore, again, one more time, reading Ashi, how ill v'svira le'avad the law peli gede be'akov v'ribi yuda be'kulu svira le'achi. And he also, they're arguing, not arguing. Ulachi ukmarava be'muad. Why? Why? So I have to want. I wanted Rava to bring to say. You know, I mean, Rava wanted to say Muad, and he wants to say Shmurah Pchuta. The Tishmamina, the Itla Rebi Yaakov, Kerebi Yehuda. What is that? The Sagi Le Letzad Muedet B'Shmirah Pchuta. That the that the Muad Shmirah only need Pchuta. Vitzad Tamut B'Mkoma Omedet, which we needed Shmurah Meula before, right? Beledide Lo Sagi Le B'Shmirah Pchuta for the for the Tam. That's one part. You're seeing the Biyakov holds the Tam Shmirah Pchuta is not enough. Vetishmanami the Ma'amidina Potropos the Tam like what Migufo. So you're learning two things by having the Machlokin about the Muad as opposed to just one. He holds that Sad Tamut Bimkoma Omedet and the and the Tam Nit Shmirah Meula. And you're learning a Ma'amidina that that we Ma'amid Ma'apotropos to collect from the Tam. So that's what he says. Amalehachik Amal Hada the Itbetarte Ta'ama. Period. Ravina Amar, different reason. Ravina Amar, Reshut Mishane Ika Benayhu. Meaning, Rabbi Yaakov and, and, uh, and Rabbi Uda are arguing about what happens when the ownership of the ox changes. Right? That's what they're really arguing about. Kegon Dehave Mu'ad, Vinit Pakea Hacheresh, Vinit Tafea Shoteh. The ox was Mu'ad, but and the owner is now has changed his status. He was either Cheresh and now he's healed, or he was a Majnun now he's normal, or he was Katan, Vigdila Katan. Rabbi Yudah Savar Hareo Bechezkato. Right? Rabbi Yudah says it's not about the owner, it's about the ox, and therefore whatever the ox was, the ox still is. 
Rabbi Yaakov said, no, Reshut Mishaneh, and that's what they're arguing about over there. Why does he go back to Chatzin Nezek? Meaning, Rabbi Yudah says, Nezek Shalem. Why? Because it's the same Because I don't care if the owner changed, he stays in the status of the ox. And Rabbi Yaakov is saying, no, no, the owner, the owner changed, it goes back to Chatzin Nezek. Right? Next. Tanur Banan. Apotropos Mishalim in Aliyah. We saw that yesterday, right? That Apotropos is going to pay from the Aliyah. And we saw there was the Aliyah, it was a Mahlokin, if it was the Aliyah of the Yatomim or the Aliyah of the Apotropos himself, and then he would go back and collect it later from the Yatomim. But it says, En Mishalmin Kofir. Okay, the Baraita says they pay from the Aliyah, meaning for the Ak was Mu'ad, but they're not paying Kofir. Because if an if a Ak uh, that was Mu'ad kills, besides damages, it needs to pay Kofir also. So the, the apotropos will pay damages, but he won't pay kofir. Mantana kufra kapara v'yatme la bene kapara ninu. Understanding right now is why is the why is the apotropos not paying uh, kofir is because the kofir really is for the owner of the ox, and the owner of the ox is not the apotropos; it's the yatomim. And since the yatomim aktanim, they're not bene kapara ninu, which means this opinion is holding that kofir is kapara for the owner of the ox. Got it. The kofir that needs to be paid is kapara for the owner of the ox. In this scenario, the owner is yatomim, and yatomim Allah bin kapara ninu because they're tanim, they're not responsible for anything anyway, and therefore the apotropos doesn't pay kofir. Whose opinion is that? Okay? Amar Abchizda, Rabbi Ishmael, Benosha, Rabbi Yohanan, Ben Barokahi. Okay? It is the opinion of Rabbi Ishmael, son of Rabbi Yohanan. Mu'ai, Titania. Venatan pidyon nafsho. I'm going to read the pasuk. Pasuk says, Im kofir yushat alav. Venatan pidyon nafsho kechol asher yushat alav. And this im is not if, this im is when. Okay? Im kofir yushat alav, when they place kofir on the person. Venatan pidyon nafsho, he will give the redemption of his nefesh. Kechol asher yushat alav, whatever value they assign to it. Now, Venatan pidyon nafsho says, first opinion, Dmenizak, the person who got killed. The nafsho, the natan, deme nafsho, or natan pidyon, nafsho of the guy who got killed. Deme nizak. The bi Ishmael, bi nosho, bi yohanan, bi no. Deme mazik. The nafsho over here is the owner of the ox, the damager, not the damaged party. One, it says, we need to replace the life of the person that was li- that was lost. Deme nizak. That's Tanakama. The bi Ishmael says, no. Pidyon nafsho is the guy whose ox it was. He needs kapara for his life. So we'd have to say that the opinion says that Potterfos doesn't pay kofir is Rabbi Ishmael because he's the one who holds that it's Dmei Mazik. Dmei Mazik in this scenario is the Yetomim. The Yetomim Allah B'nei Kaparaninyu. And then the Potterfos doesn't have to pay kofir for them. My love, Behakamif Legeh, Mahlokatana Kamar, Rabbi Ishmael, isn't it as follows? The Rabbanan Savre, Kufra Mamona. Right? Rabbi Ishmael, Kufra Kapara. Right, Tanakama, who says you paid Menizak, must be is looking at the kofir as a mamon payment. You're replacing the damage to this family's that they lost their person in their family. You got to pay for that. That's that's mamon. And is holding right that it's not it's not the mamon. It's kapara for the owner of the ox. Kofir is only on a human. It's only when it kills a human. Right, and what's What's the difference between Kofir and, and Nezik? Nothing. You're going to pay Nezik also. And how do you determine Kofir? Mahlok it now. It's, that's a Mahlok it now. Oh, because it's Mazik or Nezak. No, I'm based on what? No, but what, what, what's the valuation you give? There's, there's, there's no chart for it. No, it's not a fixed number. No, it's
But what what would they be determining differently about Kofed than they would about Nezek? So this human being was worth eight million dollars. It depends if you're holding no 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 if you're holding that Kofed is Mamon, then yeah, it's Nezek. Exactly. But if you're holding it's Kapara, it's not Nezek, it's a separate number. So is it just double You would make damage, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how, so how, 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 what the valuation is. Well, there is a decision, we didn't, we didn't get there yet, but. Kofed and Nezek? They're two different things, because you pay Nezek even for Tam. You don't get, you're not gonna pay less when you're Mu'ad now. You're not gonna exclude so, the, yeah. According to one that holds Kapara, any any um, minor should never have Kofed. Correct. The miners always patur. That's the katan. That's the mishnah. The miners katur from everything. The short show katan. It's not limited to yetomim per se. No, it's any yato. It's any katan. In a kanami. That's what the mishnah said yesterday. Short show charesh shoteh the katan shenaga patur. Was yesterday's mishnah. Right. So so they don't need the kapara. So they would never be able to get the kapara on this man. So that's the question now. If the kofet is for the demand mazik and it's a it's a kid, so he's not he doesn't need the, he doesn't need the kapara because he wasn't hayav and bedin they're not doing anything. Bedin shemala is not doing anything. Bedin shemata is not doing anything to him. He doesn't need kapara, so he's not making payments. That's the that's the opinion that we're working on right now. Okay. <clears throat> So it comes out now that uh, one opinion, isn't the Mahloket that one opinion holds Tanakama that it's called as Kapara? I'm sorry, Tanakama holds it's Mamon, and the Yishmael holds that it is Kapara, and therefore uh, the Baraita that says the Potropos is not paying Kofir is the opinion of Rabbi Ishmael because uh, the, the Kofir is for the Kapara of the owner of the ox, who happens to be in this case Yetomim Huaktanim, and therefore they don't need the Kapara, and that's why he doesn't pay it, and therefore that's proof. That the opinion of the Baraita is Bishmael. Says the Gemara. Lo, right? We have to find my place. We have to find my place. Lo, the Kule Alma Kufra Kapara. Step one. Both opinions of the Baraita hold the Kofir is Kapara. Okay? So what are they arguing about then? Rabbanan Savre Tanakama that Bedinizak Shaiminan. Okay? They actually both hold. That kofir is kapara, both opinions, and therefore tanakama could be both opinions, right? The bottom meaning the the baraita could be both opinions. They're really both holding that the money is paid because you need kapara, and the question is only how do we evaluate? The, how do we figure out the valuation of this money that needs to be paid? Is it the demei zak or the demei mazik? But any any in any scenario, once I make the payment, the payment is for kapara of the mazik. It's you, you, you cut Mr. Mazik, where Mu'an ox kill somebody, you need kapara. How are we assessing your kapara? One opinion says Menizak, one opinion says Menizak. Your life or their life? Okay. Okay, so what's Tanakama's opinion now? If you're telling me that that's what they're holding by, that they're holding the Menizak, is we're going to replace, so we're going to pay, put a value on the person who got killed. What's the Svara? It's kapara for the, for the damager, but what, what, what's the reason? Yeah. Right. So when I says name, it seems like it seems like yeah, what? Seems like kapara would be the memizah. Why? Person who damages. It's for his. It's for his kapara. The question is, what amount do I pay? Pay yeah, we pay based on my worth because it's kapara for me. Right. So okay. So that's your svara. But the other, the other svara is no, no. I need to get kapara for me because I did X to them, and whatever that X is, I need to make it up. Right. So right. I got to make it up. So I got. That's how I get my kapara by making it up to them. So there's two valid opinions, but I want to know why you chose this opinion and why he chose that opinion, right? So according to Tanakama, who says Dmin Nizak, my Ta'ama de Rabbanan, my answer is Neemra Shita Lemata, Neemra Shita Lemala. 
which means there is an, another a place where the words yashit or yushat are going to come into play. Because remember, our pasuk says im kofir yushat alav. So look at Ashi. Right? Right? Two guys are fighting. They banged into a pregnant woman. Uh, What's the pasuk that says Yashut? Was the Rashi quoted for us? Ah, Kaashir Yashit Alav Baal Aisha. Rashi brings it. Right? They have to pay Kaashir Yashit Alav Baal Aisha. Okay? The the owner of the of the babies, the father of the babies, right? The husband of the wife is going to say that whatever that value is of the children is, that's what you need to pay. So over there, you see that the Yashit is going on the damaged party. In that scenario, it was the babies that were miscarried. So over here too, it should be the the person that the ox was killed. Just like over there, it's the it's the nizak. Over here too, by us, the nizak. That's Tanakama's opinion. Right now, it says the im kofir yushat alav. Who's the alav over there? The owner of the ox. Right. And it says v'natan pidyon nafsho his nefesh. It's it, that's the, the subject of this pasuk. The subject of this pasuk is the mazik, and therefore nafsho is the nefesh of the mazik. Right. Okay, Virabanan, well, they, they have to answer that because clearly the, the, the text, the context of the Pasuk is the is the is the Mazik. So how are you jumping out of the Pshat and you're jumping into you know Nizak? Virabanan in, they agree. Pidyon Nafshoktiv. You're right. It's talking about the pidyon of the nefesh of the Mazik. I agree with you. Mihu ki shaiminan nizak shaiminan. It doesn't say how you have to get this kapara. I agree that pidyon nafsho is that the mazik needs kapara. I agree with you. It doesn't say how you get the kapara. I'm telling you how you get the kapara. You pay the main nizak. That's how you get the kapara. That's Tanakama's opinion. Okay, fine. Fine. Okay. So that we're done with this? That's it. That's mahlokit. Finish. We have mahlokit Tanaim over here about it. At the end of the day, it comes out that, that the kofir, that everyone agrees that kofir is kapara, and it's kapara for the mazik. And the only question is how do we assess it? Is it nizak or mazik? That's what the whole yes, that's all. That's what it's about. Okay. Rava was praising, right? Rav Ahaba Yaakov in front of Rav Nachman. He's telling Rav Nachman, you don't know this Rabbi, Rav Ahaba Yaakov, Adam Gadol. Okay. Next time he comes, I want to meet him. You tell me Adam Gadol, bring him over. Let me let me meet him. Okay. He brought him. Amarle, buy me nine milta. He says, uh, ask me a question. Meaning, Rava asks uh, Rav Aha to ask him. I think uh, Rav Nachman asks, um, asked, uh, asked uh, Rav Nachman, asked Rav Aha by Yaakov, ask me a question. Okay? Let me see, Rashi. I think that's what happened over here. Let's see, does Rashi say? Uh, not yet. Okay, I think, I'm pretty sure that, is, is the one who's trying to see if Rav Ahaba Yaakov is Adam Gadol. So what he does is, he tells him, ask me a question. Based on the question, he's going to figure out if he's Adam Gadol. So this is the question that Rav Nachman was asked. Shoshel Shnei Shutafin. Ketzad Mishalmin Kofir. When you have an ox that belongs to two parties, a partnership ox, and the ox killed somebody, how are we paying Kofir? Mishalim Hai Kofir Vehai Kofir? Does each owner have to pay Kofir? Right? It can't be because Kofir Ahad Amarah Hana Veloshne Kofrim. 
We're going to pay double kofir. Each person needs kapara, right? Everyone says that the that the there's no opinion that says that the kofir is mamon. Everyone says it's kapara for the nizak. Everyone, we just saw the baraita. Both opinions hold that, that the mazik needs kapara, right? So okay, so there's two owners now. Both guys own the ox. So how do we pay kofir? Each guy needs kapara, so they each pay. Well, that's paying double. The Torah doesn't say pay double kofir. Okay, so you tell me no. Hi hatsi kofir. Hi hatsi kofir. Each guy will pay half, right? Well, kofir shalem amarachmana velo hatsi kofir. You get you want get you want to get kapara. You want kapara with a half payment. How are you get kapara with a half payment? You need to pay kapara. You need to pay kofir. But I was only half responsible. Okay. While Rav Nachman now is starting to think to figure out like what what how am I going to answer this question? Amar le. He kept talking now, Rav Ahaba Yaakov, and he says the following: Tanan, Haive Arachin Mimashkeninotan, Haive Hataot Vashamot, and Mimashkeninotan. When it comes to a person who makes an Erech vow, that's the one that has fixed value in the Torah, right? So it says the Baraita, it's a Mishnah apparently, we would take a collateral against the number. The guy makes a vow, he didn't pay, Bet Mikdash can come, the Gizbar, come take collateral from him. Oh, but if the guy owns a he owes a korban hatat or he owes an asham, we're not t- coming to take collateral against the korban. We assume he's going to bring the korban. Good. Now, haivek kufrin mai. What about kofir payments? Kevan de kaparahu kehatat veasham dami mehamer hamer ilave velobai mishkene. Since kofir is a kapara for himself, so we'll look at it like the korban hatat, like the korban asham. We're not going to come take collateral. The assumption is the guy wants kapara. He's going to bring the korban, so he's going to pay the kofir too. Maybe we don't have to take collateral. Or dilma no kevan de lahavrehu debai metvale. Since the money is going to give to be not to bet amikdash, rather to his friend, to the family of the person that was killed, right? De lahavrehu de who debai de met de metvale mamona who mamona who velo lagavoa right who velo hamir ilak since the money is going to my friend, it's not going to be the mikdash. Maybe he's not so strict about it, so maybe we need to take collateral for such a for such a payment for a kofir. The two sides of the kofir is even a collab- though it's kapara, even though it's kapara, but it's not going to be the mikdash. So maybe it's not so strict on the guy. He looks at it like it's regular money payment, and therefore maybe he's not going to be so strict with paying on time. And maybe we need to take collateral for kofir. Okay, ubay inami or kevan dehu lo hata umamonehu de azik. Right, lo hamir milta ilave. Another reason why he wouldn't be so strict with it because he didn't do it himself. His ox killed. He didn't kill. When you have to bring a korban, that's because you sinned. But over here, the animal did it. I didn't do it. So maybe he's not going to be so strict. And maybe we need to take kapara. Or maybe ubay mashkine. Right? Maybe you need to take uh, collateral. Amar le Rav Nachman says back to him, Shavkan, Hadja, leave me alone. I'm still stuck on your first question. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Which means, apparently, he was agreeing that Ahar is Adam Gadol. Right? He, couldn't, he couldn't even answer the first question. Right? Uh-huh. That's what he says. He says, leave me alone, because even the first question I'm already stuck on. That's what he says. Now she says, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm stuck. I got stuck on your first question. Fine. Okay. Okay. Shalom bechizkatam v'nimsamu ad. We're not going to answer to any of the questions over here. Amar le shalom bechizkatam v'nimsamu ad. Now remember, a guy's a shoel. Shoel, the rules of a shoel is chayav in everything except meta mehamat melacha. Chayav even in ones. Okay. Now I borrowed the ox bechizkat that the ox is tam v'nimsa that it was really muad and I was not informed. When I was given the ox to borrow, and so it says, "Baalim me'shalmim hasi nezek, v'shoel me'shalem hasi nezek." 
Because he was prepared to he was, so That's the time. assumption for now. Right now, he knew took it. Tom, Tom is Hatsi. He's going to pay what he was responsible for, and the Baal is going to pay the other half. Yeah. Okay. Right? If it became Mu'ad under the under the domain of the Sho'el, and then he returned it to the owner, the Sho'el is off the hook. Period. That's the Baraita. Okay? So it was, it was, I borrowed it, Bechizkat, that it was Tom, but it really wasn't Tom, it was Mu'ad. Then we're going to split the payment 50 50. Shoel's going to pay half, Baal's going to pay half. If it became, which means it was Tom when I got it, but it became a Mu'ad in the possession of the Shoel, and then he returned it back to the Baal and it caused damage, the Baal will pay half damage and the Shoel will pay zero. That's what the Baraita says. And now we're going to analyze. Amar Mor. Says, why is he paying at all? Why is the, the Shoel paying at all? Why can't he turn to the Baal and say, I asked for an ox, I didn't ask for a lion. You gave me a Mu'ad ox, I didn't ask for a Mu'ad ox. Maybe a Patur. You're right. He technically should not pay. But, in the case of the Baraita, he knew that the ox would, had previously gored. Which means, he's not a zeroed gorer. He's just not, not known to be a three-time gorer. He knew he gored once, maybe twice. He hasn't gored more than that yet, and he's not set up as Mu'ad. Because if he never gored before, you're right. The, the Sho'el should be patur, and he should say, Sorry, Habibi, I asked for an ox, not a lion. Even though it, it got all three of its sneaky hot when it was in his domain, now you say. No, again, the ox was Tam when I took it. was Cheskat Tam. Cheskat, but it wasn't really Tam. It was Cheskat Tam. But it really was Mu'ad. And the Baraita says... Oh, that was the first case. That is the first case. We're going back to analyze the first case. Right. He's not there yet. So, so he's not here. He's not there, so... No, he was downstairs, maybe. He didn't come up yet. So... Says like this. Is the, the status is the status of the Tom and Mu'ad stays on the animal itself, or does the owner have anything to do with that? That's Mahlokia we saw from yesterday. Mahlokia from yesterday. If the if the if the owner changes, does the status of the ox change? It's Mahlokia. Okay. So over here, yeah. Go ahead. You have a question? No, no, I'm saying so. According to here, in terms of the, the case before, the case in between that we said, where it comes back um, to the owner, right? We say correct, correct. We're gonna get there. Don't go. There. Don't jump ahead yet. We're getting there. that. That that's the safer. But I tell you, we're not gonna question you what you, you what you're okay. talking about. It's gonna ask that question. First, first to end the Reisha for a minute. The Reisha said like this: I asked for a Tom ox. The guy gave me a Muad ox. We have to split the damages. I pay half. He pays half. Says the Gemara. Why are you even paying half? Leave it all to the owner because you could turn around and say, I didn't ask for a lion. I asked for an ox. You gave me a lion. That's not my problem. Now you pay the whole thing. I'm not paying anything. Says the Gemara. You know why? No, because he knew it gored. Says, he says, I don't care if it gored once or before. What's the difference? Why can't I still say, I asked for a Tom ox and you gave me a Mu'ad ox? He says, Like Eddie said from the beginning. Because at the end of the day, when you took the ox, had it really been Tom and gored, what, you were going to pay half. Anyway, so you'll pay half now. Says, no, no. I'm not paying the time value. It's from the ox. I, the value of the time payment is from the ox. It wasn't coming out of my pocket. Why should I have to pay? 
So the Gemara says, because the the the, the, the mashil, the lender says back, Amale sof sof, at lav Torah ba'it shalumele didi. You would have to pay me back. You borrowed my ox. You can't give me back half an ox. You got to give me back the full ox. You're a shoel. You're responsible for everything. And therefore, you would have to pay back out of your pocket anyway. You're right. Maybe the value would have been paid from the ox itself, but you would have to pay me back out of my pocket, out of your pocket. You had to cover it. You're a shoel. You have to give it back to me. Okay. Says Venema, let the shoel say, Im tam hava modina umifterina. Okay. If it was really Tom, had the ox been Tom, you know what I would have did? I would have ran to Betin and be Modeh. And Chatzin is Knas. And Modeh be Knas is Patur. And I wouldn't have paid anything out of my pocket. And even if you want to tell me, which is not the Halakha, but you want to hold that Chatzin is Mamon, he could have said back to the owner, I would have hid the ox in the, in the swamp somewhere, and they never would have found it, and no payment would have been made, and I would have brought the ox back to you. Ela says, you're right. Ela, so how do I explain the ratio of the Mishnah? Why is the, why is the guy paying anything at all, the shoil? Ela, hacha bimai askinan. Even if it's just a straight case of I own an ox and it. 100%. 100%. Patur. Chatsi Nezek is Knas. We learned it already. The only Chatsi Nezek that's Mamon is Sidorot. Everything else is Knas. And therefore, if you Modeb Knas, you Patur. You don't pay. What is it? What? Just to understand what that is accomplishing. What? The fact that Modeb Knas is Patur? You just run in and say, yeah, I did this and get out of here. What's the. Besides saving the headache of Betin and going to apologize to your friend and all that kind of stuff, what do you... What do you mean saving? I have to go to Betin to be more there. Yeah, I run, I run to Betin. I don't have to judge anything. There's no case to do. There's no case. No, there's no witnesses. There's no nothing. I run in and I say my ox got this guy, caused damages. Um, finish. Yes, I'm Patur. So patur. Modeve Ozev Yerucham. That's Hashem's rulings. Those are the way Hashem talks. You, you modeve, you're Pashut. Finish. Gamaru. No, but it says in, uh, you see what we say, we do it. Yeah. Court, if I it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Court of uh, right. Pasavadam, it's not a good thing. No, but Knas it is. Yeah, yeah, but Knas it is. Okay. No, yeah. but, uh, no, but I'm just thinking in terms of the, in terms of the, the social structure, right? It's, it's like uh, a man and a kid's kid. No, but my, I remember. touch me. <laughs> like, what are, you know? No, but 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 again, we 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 were, we were both in an area where, where we're allowed to be. Because remember, we're talking about shudarabim. It's kedem. We're talking about kedem shudarabim. I'm allowed to be there. You're allowed to be there. People understand that ox have, things happen, right. and that's it. My ox scored. It did what it normally does. I mean, I did. I did. I remember I had to do shmirah pchuta. They should. They all should. You're right. They should. Uh, assuming no that they, reason not to do that. Yeah, absolutely true. Absolutely true. Okay. It's not like I'm going to be embarrassed. Right, right, right. No, yeah. Well, we have to get to the Shemina aspect, which we didn't learn yet. How much Shemina do I need? Right. right? And assuming that I did the proper Shemina and it caused damage. Because if I didn't do the proper Shemina, then I can't, I can't, that I'm not even going to, I'm going to have to pay no matter what. I can't get out of it, right? Because that's a different ballgame. Okay. It's a negligence at that point. That point, you probably, there's a Mahalo says you, you, you might pay full damages on the first time. Uh-huh. You're, you're negligent. It's not, it's not a Tom right. scenario. Right. right. Okay. Ela, Says, you know what the Mishnah is talking about? You know what happened over here? Where you're telling me that the the uh, shoel has to pay half damages, and the and the uh, owner is going to suffer the other half. That the minute this ox gore bedin came and took the ox as collateral, before the guy got a chance to be modeh, they grabbed the ox. 
Okay? That's correct. You don't have a chance to hide it and you don't have a chance to be modeh. They took the ox right away. You know, the car accident came and they took the tow truck came, they took the car, finished. That's what happened. The guy, the ox was there, Betin came, they took the goring ox, they put him in, in Betin. Okay. Mara says, Ihachi, Be'alima ma'am Mishalmim Chatzinezek. Nemale atfesel le Torah'e biyadad man de lo matzina le shtaudina biyadeh. Why is the owner now paying? If that's the case, why is the owner paying the other half? Why can't the owner tell the the uh, Shoel, you allowed the ox to go into a place where I can't make any claims? Bedin, I can't, I'm not gonna go up against I can't go up against Bedin. I'm done. You caused me full damage. You pay the other half. Says Mishum de Amarle, because the owner can I mean the Shoel can take back to the owner, Had I returned the ox to you. You don't think Beit Din's going to come take the ox from you? This is a Tom scenario, right? The ox was over. Even though, sorry, it was Mu'ad scenario, right? Because that's how we explain the case. The ox was Mu'ad. If I return you the ox, Beit Din's not coming to take payment from you. They're coming to take payment from you anyway, right? right? Says Vinemale, but why did the owner say back? Had you returned me the ox, says the owner, I would have hit the ox in the, in the swamp, and Beit Din's not getting my ox. Says back because the Amale, the Shoel will say, Sof Sof, Lav Mi Aliyah, Havu Mishtalme. What difference if you hide the ox? This is a Mu'ad now. The whole story, the whole issue was the ox was Mu'ad. You're going to pay out of your pocket. I don't care if you hide the ox, they're going to take it out of your bank account. Right? That would work, Nikse. If the Mazik, sorry, the owner has other assets to collect from, that's a valid claim, right? What are you going to say if the only asset that this guy has is the ox? Right? And it's a Mu'ad. And he says, had you returned me the ox, I would have hit it in the swamps and they would never get any, would have got a penny for me. The fact that you let Bet Din take it, you're a damager, you got to pay the full damages. says, because the, the Sho'el says, because just like says the Shoel that I'm responsible to return you the ox, I would also in that scenario be responsible to give the ox to the damaged party. Because if that's the only place that's left to connect right. from, right. right? Because I have a lean on you, you have a lean on me, and he has a lean on you. It's I'll, it's A owes B and B owes C, and now how do I know that A, which is me, the damage the, the Shoel will pay C directly to the damaged party? Right? Okay? And therefore, because the, the Binatan's ruling that when A owes B and B owes C, A is allowed to bypass B altogether and pay C directly. A owes B and B owes C. A goes to C, pays off the debt, and he's all done. That's what would have happened over here. Because I owe you, I'm the Sho'el, I would owe you. And you, as owner of the ox, owe the damaged party. And therefore, I would have to pay directly. If you have only asset, is the ox. I would, I'm obligated to give it to C. I can't let you take it and go hide it from C. I have to give it to him. And therefore, you can't come back and claim anything. And therefore, I pay F and you pay F. That's where they are. And that's the ratio of the Mishnah. Of the Baraita. Now we're going to work on Richie, on the Seifa. Okay? Seifa says, Hu'ad bebet Sho'el ve'echizirol ha'be'alim. Right, Rich, it's for you. Says the Seifa says, right, that the ox became Mu'ad in the domain of the Sho'el. So then the Sho'el turns around, gives the ox back to the owner, and says, washes his hands. They say, Shalom Alechem, I'll see you later. You guys, uh, Mr. Owner, you're responsible for all damages. I'm Patur for now going forward. Okay. When I says, Seifa, Reshut Mishaneh. Reisha, Meshut, and Mishaneh. Okay? 
Look at the look at the scenario here. In the Seifa, we're saying now that the Rushut is Mishaneh because it says now that when the ox damaged it after I, after it was Mu'ad in the in the domain of the Sho'el and was returned to the owner, the owner pays Hatzinezek. Now, but it was already Mu'ad from before. It was Mu'ad in the Bet Sho'el. And therefore, you have to say that the Seifa of the Mishnah is holding, the Baraita is holding the Rushut, the domain is Mishaneh, it changes the ox back. Reverts backwards to becoming Tam. Because you now you tell me now that it's in the domain of the owner again, he's Chatzinezek, right, Rich? That's what it says. But the Reisha doesn't say that. The Reisha. Right. The Reisha. No, the Reisha switch. You tell me it was already Mu'ad in the bit Sho'el, in the bit of the Baal, and you gave it to the Sho'el, it's still Mu'ad. Right. No, no, no. Right. Doesn't it, change. No, no, so, so we have a contradiction between the Reisha and the Seifa. Can you say you watched it? Can you say you watched it? You Who? watched it well, close the gate. You want to say in one scenario he watched it, and one scenario he didn't watch it? So you're asking the Seifa. Yeah. He watched it well, and therefore he's only, like we said yesterday. If the ox is muad, oh, you want? Okay, wait. So you, uh, he watched. He watched pechuta, but the reisha the ox is muad also, no? The ox is muad already. Yeah, the ox and the reisha was muad. So okay, in one case you're talking about where you watched it well, and then okay. So either way, you need to make a distinction in the Mishnah. Make up your mind. Yes, you either say so. What's the difference at this point? Like, if, if you can explain the whole Mishnah one way, I got you. But that's not what's happening. You're just changing it from uh, you're going to shoot Mishnah to you didn't watch it the same. So the, the same thing. And a Hanami. And yeah, you're not saying no. Right? And you're like to be a Hanan. I'm going to be a Hanan. Tavra. You're right. It's broken. Misha Shanazo lo Shanazo. Finish. You're right. The Reisha and the Seifa have to be two different opinions. Right? One is holding the Shu Mishaneh and one is holding the Shu Eno Mishaneh. You have to say that. Okay? Fine. Tanakama, the first opinion is saying the Shu Eno Mishaneh. It stays what it is. And the and the Seifa is saying that the Shu Mishaneh. And that's the opinion of Rabbi Yohanan and Max. Okay? Rabba Amar, Midreisha Reshut Eno Mishaneh. Seifa Nami Reshut Eno Mishaneh. Rabba wants to be Ma'amid the Mishnah as one opinion. And in the Reisha, which we say Reshut is not Mishaneh, because it's clear that the ox is still saying Mu'ad even in the Bet Sho'el. So in the Seifa, where it seems like Reshut is Mishaneh, it's really not. So why is it changing to Chatzin Ezek in the Seifa? The Seifa Hainu Tama, Mishum de Amar Le, Lav Kol Keminach de Miyaet Le Le Torah the owner of the ox says, it's not within your power to make my ox mu'ad. I didn't give you my ox to make it mu'ad. You should have watched it better. I gave you my ox. Had you watched it better, it would not have been mu'ad. You made it mu'ad, invalid. It can't become mu'ad because of your lack, your lack of proper shmirah. And therefore, the owner gets it back and it's really time because the mu'ad that you said, hu'ad bebet sho'el, is invalid mu'ad. You don't does have. It work the other way? Does it work the other way also? We're gonna do it right now, the other way. So now. Odd back to Tom if he sees three uh, three animals and he walks by them. Can he come back to Tom when he returns it? The the shoel. Yeah. It became Shoel Tom. It, it, it was right. It was already Mu'ad Bebet Baal, and then the Shoel has Shoel it. It would be the same Mahlok to come coming up again. You're right. Yeah, it would be the same. Yeah. Okay. So now, that was one way to explain the Mishnah. One way is to explain that the Reisha, where it says, Reshut Eno Mishaneh, works across the board. And why in the Seifa are we switching back to Chatzinezek? Because the owner could claim, you have no right to allow my ox to become Mu'ad. You didn't watch it properly. And he gets back to ox and it's time. Rapapa Amar, the inverse. Mi de Seifa Reshut Mishaneh, Reisha Nami Reshut Mishaneh. 
In the Shefa, it's clear that the Rishut is Mishaneh, because it says it's who's, who's Ahu'ad Bebet Sho'el, and going back to the owner now, it's being like Chatzinezek, clearly that the fact that we give it back to the owner makes it time again. Right. Then in the Reisha case, where it went from the owner to the Sho'el, you thought that oh that the reshut is not mishane and that's why you're gonna that's why you're gonna pay nezik that's not sorry nezik shalem that's not why pezin nezik shalem I'll tell you why v'reisha haynu ta'ama bishum de kol makom sheholech shem be'alav alav even though it's in the possession of the shoel nobody thinks the ox belongs to the shoel everyone says that's Joey's ox. it's branded it's got the signature on it. everybody knows who the ox belongs to so even when it gored right. And it was before it became a mu'ad and was now being borrowed by by somebody, by Richie, let's say. Everyone knows it's my ox. And therefore, even when it gored in Richie's domain, it's called Joey's ox. And therefore, it's not considered a shinui to shoot. That's the resha. And therefore, it stays, it stays mu'ad. And therefore, there's a way to explain the safe of the Reisha. So there's a way to explain it as Reshut Enu Mishaneh. There's a way to explain it as Reshut Mishaneh. And therefore, this Mishnah, this Baita can't be used as a proof for either side. Fine. Okay, a few more lines and then we'll uh, we'll call it a day. We'll go right, to would it, I wonder, would it change anything so, if it was a Sokhir versus a Sho'el? Say again? Would it, would it change anything if it was a Sokhir versus a Sho'el? No, because the... Well, no, I don't think so because the, at the end of the day, not according to the second answer because again, anyway, you shame Ba'ala Ba'ala, what's the difference? He's a renter, he's a borrower, no one knows, nobody knows whose ox it is and it's someone else's position. Mm-hmm. So they bother, he's a renter, he's a borrower, it makes no difference. I don't, I don't think it would make a difference. Uh, the only difference would be the, the case of, you know, is he more Hayav or not? And in this scenario, we already know the rule. So I don't think it would make a difference problem, at all. The yeah. problem with that logic is that that means whatever the whatever the status is under the owner, it it, it stays that status. So if that's correct. Change, that's okay, correct. So for the way change in the shoel when it goes back to the bottle, it shouldn't change. No, it should because at the even when it was even when the original status that it was under the owner. No, no, but it became it became it is it is Richie it is it is because it became a muad in the bet shoel and we're sending it back as time. But it's not. We've seen it. We've seen it. No, no, it is. It is. No, no. Yeah, the Seifa yeah. of the Mishnah says, sorry, the Reisha of the Mishnah says, the Seifa of the Mishnah says, the Baraita, sorry, I keep saying Mishnah, Baraita, the Seifa yeah. says, Hu ad bebet sho'el, ve'hazirol ha'ba'alim, ba'alim mishalmim hasi nezek. And sho'el patur miklum. He's off the hook altogether. So, so, so say, we're going back, because we even became mu'ad bebet sho'el, it doesn't count. Oh, what you should ask me is, but shem ba'alav alav. And then the Gemara already answered that. It says, lav kol kiminach. Right, the You don't have the right to allow my ox to become muad. You should watch it better. Right. Okay, and that's it. Done. No, it doesn't come back more. It's not there. No, no, not there. Not there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In Rabbi Nereshah's case, isn't one of the reasons why he's partially he has the shoyel is always hazine nezek is because he wasn't told it was muad. In the Reisha case, he's not told us Mu'ad. That's why he wants to be off the hook. If he was he's trying to get off the hook in the Reisha case, and we tell him, tough luck. You're not off the hook. We went through the, the logic of the conversation back and forth. Was, I'm saying, but if he was told, and he knew that it was Mu'ad, would he be 100 would he owe full Nezek? Yeah. Say that, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Pashut. They didn't have to talk that case. Thing. If okay. you're informed yeah. that it was Mu'ad, you're responsible. Don't take the Mu'ad ox. 100%. Right, really, you don't need this according to that papa. We'll stop here. What? Yeah, according to that papa, we don't need which one. They don't need the, the status of retaining the owner's original status because whenever it changes hands of ownership in general, it's going to revert back to Tom, no? Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll cut for today. We'll stop here. Two dots. Yalla. We'll start tomorrow. Come back with you tomorrow. It's a new piece anyway. Yalla. Have a great day, guys.
ברוך אדוני לעולם, אמן, חג שמח, תאמר שלוש חודש. בית שיעי, מברוק, רוחי.